Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Right now. I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans in the United States of America. Welcome to the RP Show. It's our last day at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, finishing up a four-week residency. But we'll be back here in a couple of months' time. And it's uh, been a very interesting day in the Canadian Football League, just to catch you up to speed. If you've just tuned in on Game Plus TV, or you're watching on YouTube, or maybe you're listening to the podcast later, the CFL and CFL Players Association talks have broken down. CFL issuing a statement this morning saying that the ratio and Canadian players will never go away. There's a report that the league owners want that. And the Players Association are going to meet later on this afternoon with the media to issue a statement on the latest developments. So there's that. We're going to put all that aside because we've got a living legend, a Hall of Famer, Dave Dickinson, the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders, joining us here at Cree Eagle. How you doing, coach? I'm good. I'm good. Nice spot you got here. It's amazing, isn't it? These guys treat us great down here. I haven't been able to spend enough time down here, but they've been great supporters of ours and uh, good to get back here. I've never been on your stage here, though. No. Definitely I've seen a few concerts. Not much of a gambler either, but uh, Gray <laughs> Eagles big time. Uh, I always say we gamble with our lives. That's about it. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't put a, a dime in here, but this would not surprise you what I've discerned after being here for so long that they like the Flames. They love the Stampeders here. Like, they really love the Stamps. You have your poker nights, uh, fundraisers and stuff here? Yeah. One of the guys that was big time in here passed a couple of years ago, Lee, and uh, and uh, his family, I believe, is still involved and uh, just just really, really took care of us and was a big fan and invited us out for dinners, not necessarily even here, like invited us just to be part of the community and part of being a Stampeder and uh, always was a huge supporter of us. And it was crazy because a bunch of us coaches were going to go visit with him uh, 
and he called us. This is when he was not in good health, and he said, "Give me a day. I'm not feeling right." Unfortunately, he passed. So we got. I got a soft spot in my heart here for Gray Eagle, and uh, like I said, they're not only his family. Uh, there's been a bunch of people here associated here that have worked with us since great. I never met that Lee, but I've heard so much about him, and it was like an oomph to everybody. They say they haven't been able to replace him, that he, he was this place is what I was Yeah, told. well, you got, you got Lee Genier working for you. <laughs> that, well, you so know Lee very that's well. That's better. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen. Speaking yeah, of movers and shakers, yeah. What a, what a great man, and like you said, was doing it just to be a great man, and, and uh, I think we reciprocated. I think the Stampeders – yeah, we, we lose too many great Stampeders, uh, especially in the community, so uh, he was one of them. I got to say this, not like this man needs any introduction, but Great Falls, Montana, played at Montana, Grizzlies, played in the CFL, and going through your resume here, Stamps, the Chargers, the Seahawks, Dolphins, Lions, back, <laughs> Detroit Lions, back with the BC Lions, and then the Calgary Stampeders. It is a Hall of Fame career, five-time Great Cup champion, Although you probably go to bed at night thinking about the ones you lost. That's what most guys keeps <laughs> yeah. them going. Am they, I right uh, on that? Yeah, and I don't even remember the old ones. They're so long ago. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you're not, not necessarily uh, – I think it's the most recent that hurt. And then you look back, like I saw some footage of, like, the 2010 Greg, uh, playoffs where we lost to Sask. It was a cold and, day. Yes, it was. Yeah. One of the greatest teams I've ever been a part of. 2005 BC Lions, another one. Just – a team you felt really had the talent, probably should have, could have won. So maybe those two teams I look back and, and think, man, we should have finished the deal there. It's funny because Cheryl Bernard sat on that chair yesterday, and we talked about that. She's still upset she didn't win gold at the Olympics. She's a silver medalist. She's like, I'm not over it yet <laughs> because I, the great ones hate to lose more than they love to win. And I just want to say college football Hall of Fame and Canadian football Hall of Fame, it's kind of an attitude, isn't it? get you into those places uh i think you got to get lucky i think quarterbacks <laughs> get a lot of love when things are going well, you got to be on winning teams you got to yeah. win and when you win you get accolades uh i was super proud of the college hall of fame uh because of what you got to go against uh coming from montana you just don't really think that's attainable you don't really feel like in straight up that you're going to even get a look and then uh, I think it was actually my brother kind of said, hey, why doesn't Davey got a shot at that? And then our sports information director started putting in my information. I think I was only on the ballot two years, which uh, was good because then my stress level was down. But it was uh, fun to be a part of and well, be around. Sir. And Calvin Johnson's there, Ed Reed's there, Charles Woodson's. That, that's my class or their class. I'm part of their class. And uh, I just really, really was overwhelmed even to be part of those guys. Um, yeah. CFL Hall of Fame, like you said, I, I love it. I uh, feel like I fit in here, though. It's kind of a league for me. I'm still at it and hope to have more success. Well, I remember when you went in that College Football Hall of Fame because your whole family was there. Craig was there, right? And that, and that had to feel good, too. And that's the thing about brothers. It's not like you haven't done a million interviews about you and Craig, but I've never asked you about it. Like, you guys seem to be not just brothers, but best friends. That's the way he talks yeah. about it anyways. Yeah, he was my best man at my wedding. And yeah. uh, the whole thing gets lost in the whole Dickinson family is my sister Amy. So, she, Craig, that's her, uh, his yeah. twin. And uh, she, she lives in Oregon. And, unfortunately, sometimes uh, we've kind of migrated together to football in Canada. But we, we love her as well. But uh, Craig and I are tight. Um, I still can bounce some ideas off of him, but I, I am a little cautious on what we talk about football-wise. But we basically just support each other, and uh, we love our, our mom and dad are great people, so it's been good. Well, I think, you know, I'm going to well, 
Dave said I had him for as long as I needed him because I only get to chat with him once a decade. And I said once a generation. Do you remember that time? It was a preseason game. It was like three hours before the game in Regina. Day of the game. I'm like, Dickie, can I grab you? And you're like, I don't know, Rod. (laughs) We didn't do it. That's what can can you guys schedule game day interviews, stuff like that? Well, you you try to. What what happens sometimes is you try to tell your players, you know, that uh, you got to be focused, whether it's preseason or not. It matters. And uh, I am a very scheduled person, though, like uh, not to say I wouldn't uh, veer off at times, but I I feel like uh, I like to get myself into a a bit of a schedule, into a mode. I don't really want to veer off of that. I want to do my job. I want my guys to understand that when I'm asking them to do certain things, I'm going to follow suit. And it wasn't anything against you or anything, but it was probably that I just (laughs) just don't want to talk uh, anything but game or I really just want to focus on my job for the game. So. Anyway, hopefully it didn't uh, uh, ruffle any I batters. survived. No, you but, did? Yeah, I'm, no, I figured you would. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is, you know, I used to own that restaurant in Regina, Famoso, and I think you and Craig went in there the night before a game because I give Craig all these gift certificates, right? I assume that yeah, he... Yeah, he told he Right. He did. Yeah, and he, I thought, how could you two not talk football the night before a game? It's, it's somewhat dicey, but we kind of know what we can speak yeah. about, what we can't, and then... Uh, he might say like, "Hey, why didn't you why didn't you dress so and so?" I see he's on the practice roster, and I was like, "Easy now, I can't give you that." Um, which it's not super jovial the night before game though. I think we we enjoy seeing each other, and obviously good spot. If you I don't know if you own it, maybe not, not anymore. anymore. Well, Got rid of it just. I in thought time. it was still good though. Yeah, yeah but yeah, with COVID. Uh, but it's more about catching up. I mean, one year when we were in Regina, we just went and hit golf balls on the range and just kind of. You know, you can just kind of get into your flow, but without really focusing on football. And uh, uh, we're definitely going to always make time for each other. It's not like we've got any major secrets. Hey, we're going to go out there and play hard. We've had some good battles. I had, I got the best one early. He's got me now in a couple in a row. So we'll try to turn the tides uh, in 22. Uh, right. And next segment, we'll talk more about this uh, upcoming season, if you don't mind. But I just want to ask you about Great Falls, your hometown which is so awesome of a place. And I said my brother was the general manager of the Americans for several years in the 90s, so I spent a lot of time there. It is a special place. right? Why, and I wanted to ask you specifically, why is it the football capital, it seems to me, of the American Northwest? Yourself, I love Craig, that. Ryan Leaf, the Sunderlands, name all the guys yeah, that come out. Yeah, we've, uh, we've been doing all right. Um, it's a smaller city. It's... 60,000? Yeah, it's a little, yeah, a little over 60, but it isn't growing because it's got a military base, got an Air Force base there. We had a few more uh, actually high-quality athletes come through when I was there because there was more guys from the base. Um, but for some reason, it, it is a football city. There's no doubt. It has dropped a bit. I'm hoping it comes back. Hard-nosed. You know, the whole thing in Montana, and to be straight up, Alberta slash Saskatchewan, it's not that different in Montana. It's people there working hard, not, not making a ton of dough, but enjoying the people year-round, and really proud of where they're from. Great Falls, you know, I, I when I grew up, I just tried to fit in. Uh, like I said, it's it's got a lot of wind over there. So as a quarterback, I, I, I found a, a disliked wind from a young, hmm. young age. But, yeah, Ryan Leaf was probably the biggest name that we've had out of there. But we have also been, uh, through the years, in my opinion, got solid athletes. Uh, the whole state of Montana, if, if you have even a relative from Montana, they're claiming you. And they're saying, hey, so-and-so has uncle 
I grew up with his uncle, and they just they don't get a lot. We still don't own, I think we got a million plus, but barely. So if you think about it in terms, Calgary is a bigger city than the whole state of Montana, and yet it's the fourth biggest state. So uh, Great Falls, hard nose, tough, uh, will hmm. work. That's uh, that's kind of that's kind of what we grew up with. Sounds like the Canadian prairies when you say that, but it's Charlie M. Russell High School. Correct. Yeah, we. Yeah, How big is the Charles statement? M. Russell. Yeah, yeah he's Char- an artist. We see him ours, but we go by. Weird thing though, Roz. My dad coached at the other high school called Great Falls High, and uh, he was a pretty good football coach. And as Craig and I were getting older, they, he was getting a lot of pressure to like move, like to, because in our generation, if you don't live in that high school, you don't go there. And a uh, decent basketball player as well. And uh, one of the guys we grew up with, there's three of them. Um, and uh, one of the guys did move over there and kept coaching. And then my dad kind of phased himself out of the coaching. I'm sure he didn't love that. Yeah. But he uh, felt like it wasn't right. Uh, and we stayed at CMR. And uh, we played Great Falls High in the state championship both years, my junior and senior year. So, like you said, the best football city uh, growing up was always Great Falls. Not the same right now. A lot of people are moving to Bozeman, moving to Missoula. Uh, Is that because of Yellowstone? Or? Uh, we don't re- uh, maybe. You're right about that. <laughs> Just prettier, have a nice climate, uh, mountains, um, economy. Uh, so Great Falls right now is a little bit down. Hopefully they can get back up. Did you get that guy's name, Moose? What is it? Yell at me. Just yell it at us. Uh-oh. We're blast- Tyson Lester. He okay. says your dad coached him. Probably. Uh, we have a guy. Nice. Uh, I don't know him personally, but I know well, there's a John Lester that actually, a quarterback before me, went to Michigan State, played Major League Baseball. Uh, with the Twins organization, I believe. And uh, like you said, Great Falls, we know everything about everybody. Right. And uh, he was a CMR, kind of the original number 15. And uh, through the generations when I grew up, every quarterback wore 15. There was a starter. And then Coach Johnson uh, retired my, my number 15 there. So, But John Lester was one of the best. And if it's Tyson, maybe maybe there's some relation. I'm, I'm probably screwing that up. But uh, John jumps into my mind. We were in L.A. for Super Bowl, and he wrote Darren out of the blue and said, hey, guys, uh, can I come down and see your show? Something like that. And he goes, I'm a buddy of Dave Dickinson's from Great Falls. Something <laughs> like that. And I apologize. I say Charlie Russell because Ian Tyson sings about Charlie Russell. Yeah. You know, he doesn't say Charles. And yeah, Russell I'll tell you, you know, though, Rod, the Craig is the guy that knows everybody. I'm, uh, believe it or not, uh, family and, and all that sort of stuff. got a little more reserved, uh, kind of stay in my own lane. Craiger, he's out socializing. He's an extrovert. Well, he's un, uh, never been married, no kids. He has a bit more time than I have. Yeah. Well, and speaking <laughs> of, so with your kids, are they going to be ballers? What's, uh, what's the plan? No pressure. I know they will feel it, obviously. Um, that was, a, I guess the good and a bad thing is, uh, you know, if you got your dad and he, maybe he's, he's done something, it's fun to maybe try that. But sometimes it certainly can put some pressure on on uh, deals. I know like Joe Montana's kid, I'm not comparing myself to Joe Montana, but he you know, went to Notre Dame and he transferred actually to Montana. That's why I've, I've used that one. It just didn't work out. For my son, he can do whatever he wants. If he wants to play, he is playing. He plays basketball. Um, trying to get him to swing a golf club. I really don't care as long as he's having fun and keeps his time busy. And I do want all kids to have a goal. Give me something that you want to be, something that you're working for. That way it keeps him busy, keeps him out of trouble. See, I only get to interview him once a decade, so I have a lot to get out here. Cam Judge came down sure. when we were at Super Bowl, and he played, as you would know, on that high school team with Montana's kid and Gretzky's kid. Did you know that? I did not know Cameron that. Cameron Judge. So wait, you got a good one there. You guys did your – as a matter of fact, that day I asked him, 
why did you sign with Calgary? And he said that you just completely sold him oh. on the city and the franchise. Well, I don't never, want you to give your <laughs> secrets, but. Well, I've never, uh, never coached college. And I think college guys recruit like crazy and they, they kind of, I think they know what they're talking about as far as what to tell kids. I'm straight up just honest. I'll tell you what I believe. Um, but if you're not getting a call from me, that's probably because what I'm going to tell you isn't what you want to hear. But I, I don't know, Cam. I felt like it was uh, we were going to make this move. Uh, I liked him as a player, and um, I just felt like he was underused at Toronto. So no, no disrespect to that staff. But, as did he. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, with Royce Mechie was our. He, I knew he was going to Toronto actually, uh, or he was going to free agency and sign there. His he had some deals where he wanted to be with his mom and his family, so Cam was the perfect fit for us. I haven't met him personally. I'm looking forward to it. Um, not a guy that goes and talks to the other team's players uh, or the other team's reporters. That doesn't happen, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I just don't. So uh, don't try to say, "Hey, I'd love to see you on our team." After a while, let's say a guy is in the league, uh, like. I don't want to tamper or anything, so but I'll say, hey, I'd love to. Would always would have loved to seen you and wear the red and white. Sometimes they're still playing, but for the most part, I let them be them and and I coach my guys. But I'm happy to have him, and uh, that's a heck of a group there. Um, don't know a lot about Gretzky's kids. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure if he played hockey. Uh, certainly, obviously, I still thought until Brady, Joe Montana was the guy. So. Uh, the thing that I'm ho hopefully with kids and everything is they got to find their own path and. Uh, the expectation level might be too much, just uh, too much stress and pressure. I don't want that. Just do what you got to do. Have a good life. Meet some good people and eat some good food, and hopefully it's a good a good time. Good for you. Well, then now I see why you and Huff fit in so well. Because as people have said, and I won't ask you for your comments on Chris Jones, but as one football guy, a legend, said to me, if you told Jones you had to run a team and follow the rules, he couldn't do it. But if you told Huff you need to run a team and break the rules, he couldn't do that. It's two different ways yeah. of doing things. Because Shiv, my God, tampering, I think, was invented. The term for Shiv. <laughs> this yeah, the Shiv. That's a blast we, we, we only got a minute. Okay. So I'm going to take a break. We'll come back and tell more stories and look ahead to uh, this 2022 CFL season. The head coach of the Calgary Stampeders, Dave Dickinson, is with us. We're just so grateful to have him down here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. And we'll be right back. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on Game Plus Television. We're live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You're looking live at the beautiful Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. By the way, Jeff Foxworthy, the largest selling comedy recording artist in history, a multiple Grammy Award nominee and best-selling author, is bringing his brand new The Good Old Days Tour to Calgary on May 28th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. We have the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders with us, Dave Dickinson, and I'm going to bring in the viewer comments here. Now, I selfishly asked him all my questions off the start, but Jeff the Stamps fan writes in and says, I love the Mermaid Bar in Great Falls. You want to give us the name, Dave? Oh, I know I know about it, but I don't The Sip and there. Dip. Yeah, I don't go there. Uh, Never? I went there when probably I was underage, <laughs> but... Uh, 
I am uh, not a, a drink connoisseur. You're not going to get much out of Legendary. me. Uh, I worked at a place called Stockman's Bar in, in Missoula, and I have the reputation of the worst bartender ever. Slowest, talk too much, and uh, don't know any drinks. So uh, probably not. I could see it. Probably not my basically wheelhouse. But Sip and Dip is still going. People still take pictures. Uh, I don't know how it survives in the winter. I think the, there's a hotel connected to it, and that's where the pool Keeps is. Keeps the water warm, yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, you won't see me there much. Go down to Great Falls and check it out, the Sip and Dip. It regularly makes top 10 best watering holes in America. It is that good. And there was a twinkle in your eye when I brought up Shiv. You said you came to the CFL in 96. <laughs> Shiv was the Stamps head scout at that time, so I assume he was he the reason? He was actually not the reason I was here, and he wanted me gone. Oh, no. The, uh, the story I got was uh, Shiv had another guy, and uh, why, we want, why we want Dave. Huff was the one that convinced Wally to trade for me, but I, I heard Shiv was like, I got, I got two more guys better than that. And the one guy couldn't get into country, something to do with some sort of something at the border. And then uh, we traded for Danny Barrett that year. So I thought I was dead. Uh, you got Jeff Garcia, Danny Barrett. Weird thing is Shiv and I got real close, and I, lo- I like yeah, him. Because you won. He yeah. likes guys that win. Nah, he's just, <laughs> listen, he's unapologetic on what he stands for. You know, it's crazy. Uh, sometimes I feel, like, you know, as where we are in the world, uh, you know, stand up for what you believe for, but make sure you, you, you can see both sides of things. Uh, I just try to listen sometimes with Shiv as well. He's, his experience is a lot different from mine, but a uh, good football mind and a good energy. Uh, great stories. If you listen to Tony Spalatini at Palumbo's, he can do his voice perfectly. But, you know, good guy to have in our league, and we miss him. Uh, you, I love asking this question, and it just popped into my mind. Had you been cut, what would you have done? Well, back then, that's why I chuckle. Uh, so I was supposed to make 50000 and Wally said, hey, we'll keep you, but we're going to sign you for a league minimum 26. And I was pretty happy about that. That's crazy, but I could have went to practice roster. But he basically, all that did to me was say, okay, um, I got a year. I'm not going to stay much more than that. Uh, I got to figure this out within two years. And uh, the CFL, it's always crazy. I had like a 1,500 play bonus in the last game of the year. We had the, the thing locked up. and. Winning a play bowling was just suiting up. Wally decided to save that fifteen hundred dollar uh, play another guy. Uh, what would I have done? I mean, I, I took school like I thought I'd stay in football, maybe even go to med school to try to be a doctor. But school's not really my thing. I'll compete hard at it. I, I definitely did well. I just didn't like it. I like sports and I like uh, competitions, and that's where the only thing that really got me going was uh, trying to kind of prove people wrong. A little chip on my shoulder. Felt like I. I could outcompete most people and uh, find a way to get a win. Yeah, so even right now, I can't really play any fantasy sports or play golf or cribbage or whatever without it just the blood flows a little too hot. And I always try to win. Sometimes not always a good thing. Did you just miss The Rock? I'm not sure his yep, time. I you just, just missed, missed him. him. Heard about him uh, with our equipment guy, George Hopkins. He knows everybody, but... Yeah, like same thing. Uh, I watched the television show. I thought it was pretty funny that, who they had playing. Did you Wally. laugh out loud when they some of those characters? Uh, Garcia's character was hilarious. I, I thought know. that was Flutie's great. Flutie's was uh, hilarious. I thought. Well, yeah, Flutie. I, I chuckle. I see him and Frank Thomas on those testosterone or deal commercials. I just laugh. I love those guys. And uh, uh, whatever happens, happens. Why they they decide to go on that path? But uh, still talk with Jeff a little bit because. Uh, 
he was a good friend of mine. And for The Rock, you know, he's really doing well for our league. And obviously, XFL's coming. Um, just a solid man, great backing. I, I, I don't have any problem with another league there. I just want to make sure the CFL's strong. Well, I was going to ask you where you are on spring leagues as a former player, but now sort of quasi-personnel guy. You would see it from both ways. We all want more jobs. Yeah. For everybody, right? I'm not too worried. I like Canada. I, I could have moved, I think, lots if I really wanted to. Uh, I like living in Calgary, uh, and I like being part of the Canadian culture. Uh, the thing was, is I, the one thing I'd like to say is that all these people want the Canadian Football League to move up, move it up, move it up. And what they don't understand is it's going to snow in April anyway, and kids still have to go to college. We still need these athletes to come up. So even this NFL draft that just happened, all of a sudden these, we're starting to get all these calls on, hey, what do you guys have? Well, we don't have any spots available. And a guy from my alma mater hit me up, and we've already moved on for 2022. Now, could we bring the odd guy up? Sure. But... We're kind of maxed out, in my opinion. I don't think we can go up any farther. How do you expect a kid to go to college and then come play football when his school year isn't even done yet? And it's not like he's getting super rich up here. So I like where we're at, meaning the spring leagues will still be there. Yes, it'll be competition, but let's dominate the summer and hopefully have a lot of people in the fall. It's interesting you say that because you brought up the 2010 West Final. Jarrell Freeman recovers a punt in the end zone. You remember the whole thing. But it was minus 27 Celsius that day. I don't care Celsius Fahrenheit. Yeah, that wasn't even cold. Yeah, that was cold. I mean, it was yeah. one of the coldest, and I remember it like 35, 38 below with wind chill, and it's too cold, too cold for football we play. Uh, but as a fan experience, that's probably not best. I've also had some games, though, at the end of October last year's Winnipeg game was miserably cold. It was windy, and it was miserably cold. So you're going to get that. Uh, I will say, though, that for the most part, uh, so they say we don't maybe get as many fans in the summer because people go in vacation. That's... That's where I want to dominate. That's where I'm hoping it's an event. That's where I'm hoping that people show up, enjoy what we're selling, enjoy the product on the field, and make it make it one of their highlights of their summer. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, what it is to get the people into the stadiums, I think it's more interviews like this. And I appreciate you coming down because it's selling the game, right? And you got some interesting personalities on that team. Yeah, well, the one thing football, like most time, you know, you're wearing a helmet and, and you kind of are a long way away. What, what I thought we really lost out on COVID was having people come to practice and actually meeting the guys in person. And I coached my son's nine-on-nine team, and I got to know some of those kids. And, like, the other day I'm, uh, after the draft, we went and had a, a bite, and a, a dad came up to me and his, his uh, well, his girlfriend's uh, son I coach in his grade 10 and still in touch with these people and I believe that's how you grow the game grassroots you got to get yourself out there and you got to get your boots on the ground and I think you got to talk to people meet people show them your face um, and basically make a connection if you don't connect it's just too hard there's too many options TV's too good uh, video games are out there uh, I do think gambling will help, but I still think it's the connection, and that's why I go to a game to root for somebody or root against somebody. I know you that's have fun a too. history with Cornish, and uh, <laughs> you're, if you go to the game because you hate that guy and root against him, as long as you're at the game, uh, you'll have a good time. It's funny you say that, Dave, because those rivalries, it was hard for me because Hank is one of my closest friends, but I was trying to sell tickets and fill stadiums and get this rivalry going, all the while loving Hank. How can you not, right? <laughs> and uh, with Cornish, I remember the year he won MVP, and I was the only guy to not vote. Abstaining a unanimous vote, I was the only dissenter. But they wouldn't let 
John into Ryderville at Grey Cup in Regina because he was he had to stand in line. And I said, "What are you doing? Let the guy in." You know, like I'm a CFL fan. I just like the rivalry stuff, you know. And and uh, some people take it a little too far, but that Hank said that. Even as a fan, when when you think about the game all day, from the moment your feet hit the floor in the morning, that's what we want. I'm not sure if we still, as a coach, you have that. I wonder if the fans have that, like we used to have it. Yeah, but you kind of want to make it an event rather than a, a chore. Yeah, uh, you want to make sure when you're there, you're having fun and you're not, uh, you know, fighting traffic or you know lines and these sort of things. Um, so I know there's some challenges that we have. Uh, we're going to try to make it better, but I'm the same. If I really dislike someone, I'm going to watch that game and hope they lose. Uh, and and, I, and, right. and the vice versa. If I'm really cheering hard for a certain guy, I want to see him do well. And uh, one thing I know our fans and it hasn't been as good as a head coach for me, but. We haven't won as often at McMahon as I want, but the fans have told me, man, we've been enjoying these games. They're so close, and they can go either way. It's kept us there for 60 minutes. Had a great time at the game, and then I'm thinking, shoot, we lost. That wasn't that great, but they still enjoy the it. entertainment. I don't and get we it either. back and forth. Yeah, I no, I get it because I don't want to see 45 to 10. I mean, you'd be happy, but then you'd probably leave in the third quarter. You want to see 24-23, and that's what it seems to be. On the atmosphere, my dad always said, who's not with us anymore, but... It does, you can't beat the smell of the, the grill smoke, the popcorn, the right? Just being there, right? You can't get that at home. And that's what I think the CFL needs to sell more because with the nine rule changes, the day they came out, Dave, we were sitting with one of our sponsors over here in the restaurant, and I said to her, what do you think of the rule changes? And she said, I don't care. I just want to go to the game, drink, and have fun. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, what an answer because normally we get so tunnel vision on the rules, a lot of fans won't even notice it to the naked eye. But, yeah, I think uh, I think Craig and I will agree. Less rules is better. Less referee flags is better. Just come up with a standard and let's ref to that. Let's let's call the game to that. Let's have less rules. Like there's sometimes so many rules. I'm I make a joke in our meetings. It's like I, I'm having trouble. Like it's changed from here to there. College football, NFL football, CFL football. I personally would like them to be a little more standard. You know, one foot in, two feet in, uh, going backwards, and then your heel comes down. Now you're not in. Uh, the more standard it, for me is better, and uh, that's why I'm always fighting for less change necessarily or less rules. Maybe the odd change, like, do you tell me bringing in the hash mark, what's the negative? What's the downside except money painting on different lines? I don't see any downside, so let's give it a shot. But I don't want to see a drastic change in the rules. I like our game. You know, it's funny because, of course, I was with Jones for three years and he was so, like, you're still a guy because you're cerebral as a player and as a coach that you're going to try and find a loophole. That double move on the pass interference, remember Jones was so mad. <laughs> that was when he could challenge just, illegal contact. Right. Yeah. Did you stay up at night thinking of a way that we, you could? I've never, yeah. I've never taking advantage of a rule on purpose like saying hey you're a decoy so go run into that guy i've never done that everything i do has a purpose uh, and i try to honestly i i think about player safety is when i coach as well uh i do i've been there i want to try to win but i always try to think i'm going to try to not put my guys or their other guys in a situation where yeah it's a rule but sometimes we don't even coach to do certain things example of that is we don't cut the three technique on what we call a trap or a wham now if, if the guy's a bullet and then you have to go low you do but we don't coach that even though it is legal because it's a, it could be one of those things where i'm not in the business of taking someone else's livelihood but 
I didn't do it on purpose, but I know that's part of the rules, so we're going to do more double moves, okay? So that's just this reality as if if I can get that and they're going to call it more, and if it's a point of emphasis, let's do more of them. If you're going to let them play and grab and hold, no, we're not going to do as much of that. But I think I think we've done a good job of kind of pulling the standard where we want it. Yeah, well, the thing is, coaches' jobs depend on wins and losses. And for Jones to be upset about that, I snickered at it. But it was like the Labor Day Classic when the Bombers were going hurry up and all our guys were going down and cramping and injuring in the last minute of the game and they had to stop the clock. And Lapo was losing his mind. <laughs> Same thing. Coaches are going to try and find an edge. And last thing, BC Lions... 2000s when you were playing remember those games 55,000 in BC play yes. I remember walking in there going if this is the NFL sign me up do you think we could go back to that I, I think we can I'll take I'll take 35 let's yeah. be uh but I I think there's a big fan base in Vancouver I uh I know it was there it's just you know like same thing is what's what's cool what 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 was the the going thing we we worked super hard Bobby Ackles had a great program we were out in the community but we got it to be fun, and we were winning, and not just winning though. You got to make sure that's a great atmosphere, and you got to make the ticket prices right. You got lots of things. I'm not a business guy, but <laughs> you're right. I remember in the playoff game versus Sask, I was like, man, I'm I'm made for this. I'm born for this. This is what I wanted. Uh, that I wanted to do. I want forty-five thousand. I want it loud. I want to come in and uh, I wasn't even starting the game. Casey was. I wanted to play so bad and. Uh, I hope we get back there. Um, Realistic-wise, I'll, I'll take 35 and get it rocking. I like the ownership groups in BC there, and I think Edmonton's coming back. Uh, I think Toronto's doing the right things. I love our, the guys that are coaching over in pinball. Let's just get back to talking about the game and, and, and exciting football and, and hopefully take it there. Exactly. Let's get the CBA done, and I didn't even ask you about it. How about that? Probably best. <laughs> Dave, thanks for coming down. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, Rod. The head coach of the Calgary Stampeders, Dave Dickinson. The Moose will be back with us after this, and we'll get into a Taco Time viewer takeover. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday live from Gray Eagle on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You bet. All right, we are back. Uh, fantastic. There you go. You are looking live at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. That is from the... I don't know what angle that is. All I know is it's a sunny day. And um, all heck is broken loose here. Not in a bad way. But we had the coach, and now we got the moose coming back in here. No rush, moose. I'll just do my thing. Speaking of Hall of Fames, it just so happened that I was wearing my Canadian Football Hall of Fame shirt today. Shout out Mark DeNoble. Love the guy. And Coach Dave D is in that Hall of Fame. From the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, Craig Campbell's watching, the executive director of the Hall of Fame Museum. He says, I missed his visit, but Clark and crew visited with the Hockey Hall of Fame the other day. Oh, producer Clark was down in Toronto. I see that, and Craig wasn't that? there. Um, can you see yourself, Moose? Are you yeah, I, I know they'd have to recrop it, but no, like, I'll be in there. Look at that. There you go. Because with Coach here... We had to get our photos, and we had our visit and everything. We had to throw that camera out of the way and get another camera in all within four minutes. So, uh, listen, 
I just talked 40 minutes with a Canadian Football Hall of Famer and a CFL head coach. I'm good. You tell me, what was your take on what just all went down here? Wasn't that fun? We're building bridges, baby. <laughs> like, you know so. what I mean? Ones that I'd burned. <laughs> it doesn't matter who burned them. We, we showed up and these bridges, we're building yeah. bridges. And it's, it's just, you know what, that's what happens. When people get in a room together and connect, you realize what people are all about and it's easy. I mean, it didn't take more than a nanosecond and just no, half good, a second. <laughs> good people, right? Just really good people. It's funny. Uh, it doesn't hurt that his brother is one of my good friends. Craig Dickinson, whom I just spoke with one week ago today, as a matter of fact, and I never even asked you because I never saw you yeah. for several days after the University of Regina Rams fundraising dinner with Craig Dickinson and Pinball Clemens. How did that go? Went really well. Craig and I got to spend a lot of one-on-one time together. We, we really didn't know each other. I mean, we knew each other, right? enough to say hi and you know different places and pleasantries but we didn't know each other we were acquaintances we weren't friends right i think i called craig a friend after that night you know like we really connected hard not to like (laughs) hard not to like but you know i'd never really spent much time around dave either so it's really good you just know who he is know who each other are but same thing and you can see the differences in the boys right but you can see a lot of similarities too so it's it's kind of wow. fun watch seeing how that goes and are you talking about how they you know might not talk about football the night before a game and that kind of stuff it's it's really neat communication my god we're in the communication business listen we it's been at least 10 years since Saskatchewan was playing Calgary at Taylor Field Stampeders were flying in for a preseason game the day of the game, because regular season they came in a day before, but the day of the game for preseason. And I needed an interview with Coach Dickinson for my pregame show. And, uh, well, since he's been head coach, how long has he been the head coach of the Stamps? Half a dozen years. Since 2016. So it was, it was within that time. And uh, anyways, I walk into the stadium. I'm like, I'm going to go down there nice and early. Because if it's too close to the game, I can appreciate that he's not going to want to do an interview. I went down there three hours before the game, and Dickie sprawled out. <laughs> you know how they do. On the bench. Is he gone, by the way? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, coach, do you mind if I get a five minutes with you for the pregame show? I don't know, Rod. I don't think I got time. And I grumble. Away. I'm mad. We haven't spoken since. Till today. Serious. Did you ask him about that? Yes. And he said, you get to the game, he's in a routine, and he tries to tell his players to limit distractions and stay in that focus. And he's like, how can I tell them to do that if I don't do that? This is what I do every day. This is my routine. And I'm like, I can appreciate that. Yeah. I guess if he had told me at the time, we would have maybe patched things up. And then all the not we're fine we're grown men let's be honest but said the bow stuff the thing with Bo is dave i don't want to say too much here but he didn't want to come on this is the sense that i got because of Bo and my feud and it seems like something's going on there that i don't even know about behind the scenes that that's somewhat being patched up to the degree that it's not as bad as you'd think but Bo doesn't necessarily want it to be over for his own reasons but that's not going to preclude the stamps staff from coming on does that make sense yeah yeah, it makes sense. That probably seems very convoluted, and I can't tell you the whole story, but that's as close as I can say to it. So, yeah. 
Um, what else is going on? See, this CBA stuff, I'm going to say it again for those that weren't watching earlier. Moose and I got a lot of things. It's our last night in Calgary for some time. We're trying to decide what we're going to do. Rough next game, maybe go on the road to Calgary to Edmonton to watch the Cavalry play. Uh, I think what's going to win out is driving out to the Rockies. I was just thinking that. We're going to drive to Banff. We're going to watch the first game. And then we're going to listen to the second game on the radio on the way back. The Oiler game. Yeah, I can do that. That sounds good. I like listening to to a game on the radio sometimes, you know? Well, thank you. Yes, so do I. (laughs) Um, So I think we'll do that. (laughs) Uh, 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 Anyways, my my point is... 40 minutes I just did with Dave Dickinson, and we never even talked about the CBA. And as he said, probably a good thing that we didn't. I don't care. I don't care. And if this is posturing, I saw what the viewers were saying earlier about the owners have come out, and the the report was that they want to eradicate the ratio. I had to look that up, by the way. Eradicate? Yeah. Sounds like something a pest control company uses. Yeah. The owners supposedly wanted to, to completely wipe out the ratio. That's what it was. League comes out and issues a statement today and says Canadian players will always be part of the CFL. Then the Players Association sends out a news release saying we're going to have a media availability later in the day. Is it a me problem that I don't care? Is it me? I'm sure there's a lot of people that are just sucking this up. Salacious. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm going to go to Boston Pizza and Banff and watch the hockey game. Figure it out. It is Maybe that's an evolution of me, and they haven't changed or something's changed. I'm sure. It's probably a little bit of column A, a little of column B. I mean, it is interesting what they're going to do. Um, I mean, if it's only about eradicating the Canadian starters, is that the gateway drug to eliminating Canadians on the roster, right? Um, I mean, you and I and fans watch the game, and we're not sitting there being like, Oh, yeah, I see the six Canadians on the field or the eight Canadians or the five Canadians or whatever the number is, right? Oh, the fans don't. We don't watch and notice that. We just notice that they dress the best players that they have on the roster. That's what the coaches and I think the GMs just want. They want to know, okay, we have X number of Canadians on the roster, but we just want to pick the best players to start. Yeah, I'm listening to you. I'm totally not. So I just don't know if that's – Dave Naylor cleared it up. That's what they want. They want to eliminate the ratio for on-field, not for the roster. I can get behind that a little bit. This is this whole, hey, I've been around the block a few times, and we do have to break, and I got some fun stuff to talk about coming back. But this is what's made the headlines. This has just come down from the Canadian Press Newswire. This goes out to every radio station and newspaper and TV station in Canada, the ones that aren't too cheap to pay for it. I have it. Contract talks between the CFL and its Players Association have broken off. I'll read it in my Dan Rather voice. The two sides aren't scheduled to return to the bargaining table until Wednesday, just three days before the current CBA is set to expire. The CFL preseason scheduled to kick off on May 23rd with Winnipeg at Saskatchewan. And that's the way it is. This is going out to all of Canada that you've broken off talks, you guys. It looks really bad. Do you understand what you've done here? And the owners, it just seems like they're playing a little game. Fun for them. It's morbid and warped. We'll be back with viewer takeover in overtime next. You're watching the RP Show. Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. 
Have you subscribed to The Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, it is. Uh, it's not a goodbye. What do you say? What do they say? It's a... Um, see you soon. See you soon. We'll be back to Great Eagle Resort and Casino, but it has been just fantastic. Actually, on that, our director, Jordan, every time we talk on the phone, he won't say goodbye. He won't end the conversation. He always says, bye for now. Because he always, you know, knows we're going to see each other again. So. Ta-ta for now. Bingo! Thanks Thank you, that, Jordan. Jordan. Bingo! Uh, Jason and Red Deer, I, I will apologize to all of those that were asking questions for Dickie that I didn't get to. Jason and Red Deer says, Rod, I've asked a lot of questions. Time to throw in some viewer questions. Then continues asking his own questions. <laughs> he says, LOL, I get it, Rod. I could pick Dickie's brain all day, too. You understand, Dave and I have been in this league a real long time. And I had a lot of catching up to do. You heard the story as to why... He gets a kick out of it, too. He's like, you only get to interview me once a decade, Rod. So you got me as long as you want me. Yeah. <laughs> but he said coming in here, it's just, it's awesome. But you know what? That's every radio and television host in the history of the world. What? You know, it's all viewer takeover. We're going to do viewer questions. And the whole gonna, show is. He's still going to do what you want. Uh, from BW watching in Edmonton says, Producer Clark, where are the boys broadcasting from next week? Stay tuned. LFT. Now, that's not how this works. You can't get it out of us, so now you're going to backdoor the situation and go to Clark? Right. No. Clark knows he's not at liberty to say. From Chris Bird watching in King City, Ontario. He says, LOL, whose show is this anyway? I get most times, there's a, there's a couple reasons why I didn't keep my eye. I was checking the uh, comments, and I looked at Dave, and he shot me a look like, you're not looking me in the eye. And I am big on looking people in the eye. So I didn't want to disrespect Coach Dickinson by not looking at him when he was talking to me. Is that fair? Yeah. So that's another reason why I didn't. From director Jordan, because I'm not going to look at you now. He says, I'm glad you guys noticed. Goodbye is much too final. So I intentionally started saying, bye for now. Because it's only for now, not forever. That's from Director that? Jordan. That's deep. Not just a cute, smiling face. But it is a very cute, smiling face. Approved. <laughs> Jeff Kibilis, watching in Winnipeg, says, eradicate my hunger with taco time. LOL. Is there a taco time in Banff? Good question. My guess I is no. I feel like no, there should be. But there should be. Um, let's get... Let me, let's, look, there's like 14 taco times around here. It's unbelievable. Who knew Calgary was the mecca for taco time? I should have known. There is not. So I don't even know if you can find a taco in Banff. Okay. That is our mission. They had taco uh, Mexican skillet and beef here on the buffet yesterday. It was worldly. I want to mention this to our friends in the hockey world. Four Stanley Cup playoff games tonight. Kings and Oilers, game three in L.A. Leafs Lightning, game three at Amelie Arena. Um, 
I mentioned it earlier. I'll say it now. I will be at Game 3 of Florida-Washington in Sunrise, Sunrise, Florida, next Wednesday. So if that gives you an idea where we're going to be. Uh, Blue Jays at Cleveland tonight. Did you want to talk about a featured game? NLL playoff games tonight. One and done, dude. This is big-time stuff. Colorado at Calgary. Halifax at Toronto. Two games. I don't know if TSN might have one of those. I don't know. We're not the TV guide. They will. Is there still a TV guide? I don't know. Good question. I don't see them on the supermarket shelves. You right, know? yeah. Right by the... Can somebody tell me if there's still a TV Times? God, I feel old. I just remember that. I also have to make sure my Nana had the TV guide. And I would read it cover I to cover. It I would read everything cover to cover. You'd see what... Oh, this, shows, this is the lineup schedule for next Wednesday. Right? And you'd remember it. Yeah. Um... CPL tonight, York is at the Forge. It's the Hamilton Forge, right? Canadian Premier League, my new favorite soccer league. Calgary at Edmonton tonight, CPL. And then Junior, Esteban coming off the hinges. I love what my boy Peanut Butter Pete's doing. He's trolling on social media. Do you follow him or are you friends with Pete Sarigo? Oh, he sends me Snapchats too. Yeah. They're going off the chain in the Energy City. Game 7 tonight. The Bruins and the Flynn Flon Bombers. The show carried, of course, here uh, in Estevan on Sastel Max Television, if that's your cable carrier. Um, he's just trolling, saying, sure glad I have my Bruins season tickets. Because if you didn't have season tickets, you're SOL. Yeah. Spank out of luck. And uh, get your season tickets, people. It was like the Pats when they went on the, to the league final. Rod, can we get your tickets? For the game seven of the East Final? How about no? Because I bought season tickets and then a playoff package, dummy. Well, last minute of play in the RP show. Flames fans we were with last night, and they're, they're taking the demand, right, to leverage for season ticket holders to get playoff tickets. You have to renew for next year. So uh, I like that, actually. Pretty smart from the business people because the Flames are, tickets are in hot, uh, hot demand. Uh, viewer takeover. Munch on this for the weekend. Ken Gill's watching in Pittsburgh. He said, if Moose was awarded the 11th CFL franchise, what city would he want to put it in? Uh, by the way, there's only nine teams. They haven't awarded a 10th to anybody yet. What a time to ask that question. Let's answer it on Monday. I know. I'll okay. you Monday. Gray Eagle, we love you. Right, Moose? Yes. It's not goodbye. It's bye for now. Bye for now. And for the rest of you, we'll see you noon Eastern here on Monday on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and your favorite podcast platform. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Great job, Jordan, by the way. I love the job you did on that. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.